I wonder if language invents new emotions. Huh. If it does, shame is probably one of them. Wow, I've never thought about this before. I feel like the epitome, the symbology of instant gratification should be the penis. That The penis kills every argument in favor of free will. I mean, jeez. I, I, can't, I can't speak for women because I don't have a vagina. But I can speak for... Penis bearers, is that, no, but whenever, whenever I'm aroused, at least, I can speak for me, whenever I'm aroused, I, I see the color red, man, I get tunnel vision, tunnel vision, you know, my, my subconscious takes me back to the savannah, back when there were like 10,000 humans were on the brink of extinction, and the only ones to make it out alive were the horny ones. We're descendants of horny humans. <clears throat> and you can't blame them because there was a period where humans were... We were about to go extinct. So the only ones to make it out alive were the ones who really, really liked to procreate. So you got to give them props. Otherwise, we're, we're done so. <clears throat> but, man, it's amazing how, how, how your brain will rationalize situations when you have an erection. I'm sure it's the same for women. Women can easily make the same fuck-ups with their genitals. You know, they do all the talking, but... Man, it's crazy how you you just become your more your most primal self. <sighs> Penis take the wheel. But um I wish I wish people put more emphasis on ball size rather than penis size. You know, as a as a culture. You know, we we like to put a lot of Focus on the length and size of the penis. How come the balls don't get a their time in the sun, you know? Because if they did, first of all, it would get skin cancer. But no. Uh, if, if, man, if balls had the focus that penises do, in terms of, like, how to attract mates or how, what to brag about, I would be, like, the top contender every freaking time. I would be beating old men in their 50s. It's a weird subject. But my my penis, man, am I really talking about this? Okay, my penis, I'm 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 just I'm in it, so I'm going to keep going. My penis is very average, you know. It's 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 aggressively average. It's it's at that level where I'm not, I'm not going to complain about it, but also I'm not going to brag about it. You know, I'm 
I can stay modest with it. You know, women look at it and they go, okay, sure. But my balls, man. <laughs> Yikes. It's It might be an issue when I'm 50. Because I'm 25 now and it's already, like, I'm concerned they're just going to take a dunk in the toilet when I'm taking a shit. It's never happened, but there's been cases where testicles can like feel the temperature of the water like it's getting close Whew. but I wish we put more emphasis on ball size or scrotum size or something you know where girls can be like I heard he sits on his balls like three times a day then I come in <laughs> it's actually five times a day but yeah, this is a weird opener, man. Four minutes in, and I'm talking about balls and penises. It's kind of a, a fun topic, because it's, it's entertaining, sure. Everyone has their two cents on genitals, I think, maybe. Am I the only weirdo? No. Uh, but I am the one who will talk about it, sure. But... Penis, man. They'll, we're chimps and bonobos are our closest cousins, closest primate cousins, and bonobos, especially, are horny motherfuckers. Actually, no, they are not motherfuckers. Literally, they are not motherfuckers because everything goes in the bonobo world. You can fuck your sister, you can fuck your father, you can fuck your cousins, strangers, but the only rule, the only rule that has been observed is that mother bonobos will not have sex with their sons. That's the only rule, as far as we can tell. But everything else goes. They are freaks, man. Chimps, they're they're pretty promiscuous, but not nearly as much as bonobos. Bonobos, they greet each other with sex. They say, hello, how are you? Let's fuck. And they say goodbye. Goodbye, let's fuck. Sometimes humans do that. Chimps still do it. Bonobos are more they're they're the gentler. Chimp. They're basically, they used to be considered pygmy chimps because they're smaller. They're basically smaller versions of chimpanzees, but they behave pretty differently. In terms of aggression, bonobos are very gentle compared to chimps. There's a little bit of aggression. And oftentimes, the female bonobos run things, like as a group. The females will come together as a group and kind of make things happen. Chimps, you know, it's pretty it's pretty much the same in terms of like the way humans run things. Chimps are we're pretty damn close to chimps in that sense. Where the the male overpowers the, you know, you have the alpha male <clears throat> and they get to fuck all the all the women. The chimp, the female chimps, they're pretty promiscuous. They will have sex with any of the male chimps from what uh, observers have seen 
The only thing is that the alpha male will run off every beta male. But they're willing. They're more than willing. Chimps have huge balls. And apparently, ball size is equivalent to the level of promiscuity from the females. Is that why my balls are so big? It's, it's, it's an interesting observation. They got balloon balls, man. Chimps, they're crazy. And their, their wieners aren't that impressive. But their balls, oh my god. They, they look like bowling balls, like little baseballs. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're, 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 those are our cousins. We're 98% identical to chimps and bonobos. And we call ourselves civilized. We're over here eating ass. I bet chimps are looking at us like, what in the fudge are you guys doing? That is disgusting. Well, we've, we figured out soap so we can eat ass now. And okay, maybe, maybe. Because it seems like eating ass is a fairly new fetish. You know, I, I guarantee King Arthur wasn't eating ass. Ugh. When was toilet paper invented? When, when was the bidet invented? But, Jesus Christ, I bet it, that's been going on maybe since the 80s. And then a few freaks in the 70s. But... Yeah, that's a... F I, I like to think... I hope to think that's a fairly new phenomenon. Eating butt. I still haven't gotten around to doing that. I, I'm not opposed. But psychologically, it's hard to get there. Apparently, it's tasteless. That's what I hear. You know? Especially if they, they clean their ass. But it's, it's just a psychological block. Like, you know how some people can't swallow a pill... Without water, just because psychologically, they just their their throat just won't let them. It's kind of the same with me and butts, buttholes in particular. We're we're a strange species. Uh, yeah, but it's crazy how how primal we still are. You know how, like our genetic memory is still intact of our ancestors from 20,000 years ago. 20,000 years ago, our ancestors were living in a world of scarcity. You know, they had to take advantage of any opportunity they had with food, sex, anything. You name it, there wasn't much of it. You know, if they saw a berry bush, they picked it clean before baboons came and did it themselves. There was a time when we couldn't just go to the grocery store and buy as much as we needed. So our, our DNA is wired to live in a world of scarcity. But now we've managed to get out of that, and now we live in a world of abundance. And now we overindulge, and we don't know how to self-regulate. We kind of are. We're getting better at it, for sure, but, you know, we still got fat people, we still got sex addiction and everything. You know, we can overindulge on everything, because 
Our brains, our brains still think we're in the savanna. Our brains see, like, like what's a good, like a Mountain Dew or a cookie. You know, when it's hard to have just one cookie. Our brains are like, hey, how many of these are we actually going to get in our lifetime? Let's eat as many as is in front of us. You know, how often do we run into sugar? So we just, we'd eat and eat until we're like a horse in that sense. We just eat until whatever's in front of us is gone. But, yeah, human evolution, it's, it's messy. It's messy in the sense that we're no longer in the environment in which we've evolved. You know, we're, we're still, we still have to catch up to this modern world. And biologically, we do. So it, that's why we have so much anxiety, depression, addiction, because we just live in this world of abundance. Now, the way to better ourselves is to escape. Used to, we had to come find it. That's how we better ourselves, by indulging as much as we could. But now we have to escape in order to become better. And that's hard to do. But it's, it's, it's interesting. Bonobos, man, they fascinate me. They're pretty chill, you know? I would rather have a pet bonobo than a pet chimp. Chimps, they eat each other, man. They go to war and eat each other. And they go after every vulnerable body part they can find. When, like, oh, man. They, they know. They have an awareness of what is precious. And... There has been some horrific stories, uh, usually with chimp on chimp violence, but also chimp on human. There's this one in particular I read that it was with another chimp. They He was getting special treatment. He had a, an owner that would come by and give him a cake, and the other chimps were like, hey, why don't we get a cake? What the hell? We're, we're, we're cool. And they tore this chimp apart they squeezed his balls and popped out the testicles and had two fresh holes in the scrotum and jeez and there's another one where the owner got attacked and ripped his dick off ate his face bit off his fingers like they go after every part of you that you need <laughs> to get by in this world and that's that's what scares me about chimps like they it's like they're they're taking shit personally oh they don't just try to kill you they try to they try to make you less than what you are screw chimps man some of them are pretty cool you know they have observed too where uh there are more peaceful chimp societies as opposed to other ones. And it's really based off of who the leader is, who the the alpha male is. If he's more chill but can, like, hold himself, he can, you know, cover his own. Uh, the rest of the society, chimp society, will be more peaceful. And same for more aggressive chimps. They're going to try to mirror the, the leader. <clears throat> so it, it's kind of like humans. You know, uh, 
you can't just say fuck all chimps because there are good ones. Same with humans. There's there's humans that will eat you. Jeffrey Dahmer style. And they'll kill you and they will cut off pieces of you. <laughs> but there's also saints out there. There's ones who want you to do well. They want you to succeed. So yeah, I guess some chimps are cool, but I don't know them that well. I wouldn't know which one to trust. And when they're going to decide to turn, you know, like what does a, a peaceful chimp throwing a hissy fit look like? You know, we, like we have, there's kids in our lives, nieces and nephews and daughters and sons, and they throw hissy fits and they can maybe be a little more aggressive when that happens. But you're not you're not scared of them biting your face off. Maybe some of you. But what is a a peaceful chimp that's a little more aggressive than usual? Like what does that look like? <laughs> and can you trust it? I mean, they can they can turn on you in an instant. If they feel like they've been wronged, oh my goodness. Bonobos is where it's at. They're, they're smaller, too. They're a little uglier. They're not as... They don't have as much muscle mass. That's that's good, though. If you want one as a pet. But I still, I wouldn't take your chances. I'll probably try to fuck you. That That's a whole other horror story. I haven't... I haven't really heard of any of that. You can probably push them off and they'll... They'll, like, listen. I don't know. Jesus. But yeah, bonobos, you can go on YouTube and look up instantly of them just loving on each other like nobody's business. They do not care. They dig it. It's just sex. That's their whole language That's is sex. It's great. And they seem to be happy. They're very chill. Humans, we're, we're very complex. We're, we're just a more complex version of chimps and bonobos. Like, we do everything chimps do. We do everything bonobos do. But it's just a little more sophisticated. You know, we got words we can use and more rationalization. But the action is more or less the same. Like, the, the, the root of the action is pretty much the same. You know, we get, we get jealous. We get angry. We go to war. Maybe we have a subconscious desire to throw shit at each other. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> That'd be something, right? Just drop a log right in your hand and just chunk it at your ex-girlfriend's forehead or something. Man, I'd probably do that if I knew I wouldn't get in trouble. That's the thing, you know. We would probably be throwing so much more shit at each other if we wouldn't get in trouble for doing it. Lord have mercy. Imagine living in a world like that. But we, we like to think we're civilized. We like to think we're out of that world. No, we're still in it, dude. We still go to war for over benign shit. It feels like ultimately war is just a big dick competition. Because, like, uh, I don't, I'm not going to go into that because I don't know enough about the 
politics of war. But ultimately, it feels like a big dick competition. If we're going off of just primal, the ultimate primal root of why we want to rule over another country. We're better. We're bigger than you. We're the alpha. Fuck you. Ow. My ear hurts. I think I have an earache or something. This was an interesting podcast. Has been. 20 minutes. Yeah. Penises, man. They'll, they'll ruin your life. They have the potential to ruin your life. Evolution made it so desirable to have sex. Because we needed it to be desirable. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having sex and we wouldn't be procreating. So it has to feel good in order to prolong our survival. We like to think, like, oh, we're fucking out of love or anything. No, we're doing it to procreate. Ultimately, that's what it is. Again, we have language. We can use words and to make it sound romantic, to make it seem like it's more than just procreating. No, that's what it is. That's all it is. That is all it is, my friend. Even if your intent isn't to have babies, you still have a harder orgasm if you do it inside. We all know that. Even if you're wearing protection. But, you know, the, the, the urge to want to just finish on the inside, that's, that's powerful. And, yeah. Sex is, um, like, it's amazing, like, in terms of, it's fun, but also it's amazing just, like, that's, that's all life is. That's, that's, you can go down to the single-celled organism, and that's what we have in common with it, is sex. That is the most universal behavior of all the species, is sex. And other animals, they probably dig it too. They love it. Maybe. A lot of animals rape. I feel I hear I heard that ducks are notorious rapers. Rapists. And they have these corkscrew cocks. I'd have to Google that one. But I heard that the female vagina evolved to protect themselves from duck rapers. Rapists. Not not people raping ducks, but like ducks who are rapists. I think all ducks are rapists. Maybe. Hyenas, on the other hand, they're... It's sort of reversed in terms of like the the male versus female hierarchy. You know, most species, the male tends to dominate. They tend to call the shots. Let's just be honest. But the hyenas, the females call the shots. They're way bigger... Because male hyenas are assholes, and they love to kill baby hyenas, either as for comp- to get rid of competition, or to cause the female to need to procreate again. But yeah, hy- female hyenas are huge, and they have fake penises. They have fake dicks to rape the male hyenas, like they're gangsters. <laughs> It's it's amazing. It's it's beautiful. 
That's what all female species needs. This is fake dick to just rape any man who wants to kill their baby. Good on them, too. Like, what are you doing? You come over here, boy. And they just go to town on this this naive male hyena. Like, I just wanted to kill your baby so you would have sex with me. Well, we're doing it. We're having sex. <laughs> Maybe not the way you pictured. But here you go. Here's what you wanted, ain't it? <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Nature is bizarre and beautiful. I always hate when people point to like a rainbow or a pretty sky and they're like, look at that and tell me that God doesn't exist. Okay, look at that female hyena raping the shit out of that male hyena and tell me that God does exist. <laughs> look at that nasty centipede under a rock. Like, people always point to the beautiful to prove that God exists, but they never point to the disastrous to point that maybe he doesn't. Maybe, maybe it's all random. Maybe nothing is inherently good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Beautiful beauty is subjective, right? I mean, there is sort of a universal, agreed upon version of beauty, but that's also subjective, you know. Apparently, back in the day, the the plump woman was more attractive than the skinny woman because it resembled wealth, resembled you know, like I got food, I got some hips on me, baby. So, like, as a culture, we can decide what is beautiful. You know, asses, big, fat asses weren't really a thing until maybe 15 years ago. It seems they just got really popular less than 15 or so years ago. Like, when was, when was it normal to hear about someone getting an ass implant? That was not going on in, in the 90s. Tits were all the hubbub back in the 90s and the rest of history. <laughs> but now it's all about Bodie, bud. Maybe it's maybe it, it's coalesced with us wanting to eat ass. We're weird, man. We're so weird. <sighs> nature. Nature the beautiful. And nature the horrifying. I don't even know what I'm going to call this podcast. This is this has been a, this is probably my strangest podcast I've talked. Just me talking about weird sex stuff. Maybe that will be like sex talk, sex stuff. Burped. Some people like to get shat on. <gasps> More power to you. Apparently, our sexual fetish. Our sexual preferences occur in the midst of us beginning to hit puberty and some sexual experience that happens in that period or some something traumatic or something vivid during our the beginning of puberty. That's when our sexual imprinting becomes more solidified. It's like right in that time zone. I'm I'm pretty boring sexually. I don't I'm I'm very basic cable. You know, I I'm, I'm not into the whole 
I'm not a big fan of sex talk. Like, like in bed. Like when you're having sex and they're talking to you. Like, it feels so fucking good. I love it. And they're just breathing hot air into your ear. I was, I mean, I can, I can tolerate it, but I just know it's an act. You know, in my head, I'm just thinking, I, this isn't, this is not a, this isn't your voice. And it's just off-putting. I just use your, it'd actually be weirder if they're using their normal voice. It feels so good. Smack my ass. <laughs> okay, maybe. Maybe the, the the whispery whisper, airy whisper sex talk. Maybe that's needed. I don't know. I'm pretty quiet. All you hear is grunts. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> oh man. This is Am I gonna am I gonna publish this? Mom, don't listen to this one. But yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty boring. Nothing I guess nothing happened during my my vulnerable year of hitting puberty and and having something interesting happen in my life, you know. Some people were in the feet. That's that's probably one of those fetishes that are more common than people like to admit. I bet like more people are into it than there are people admitting to liking it. Uh that's something I I can sort of see why perhaps maybe I don't I I I'm not into it but I I like a pretty foot like I there's some pretty feet out there but I never wanted to like make like a a dick foot sandwich where I just place my wiener between the feet I don't know what they do what the main thing is do they like Fucking it? Or sucking on the toes? I'm sure that's a thing. There's a there's a video of some guy sucking on his girlfriend's toes while they're waiting on the on the traffic light to turn green. <laughs> and uh, the people filming are like, hey boy, what are you doing? <laughs> and he freaks out and they drive away. Like, Jesus Christ, you're going to town waiting on this green light. But we're weird, man. Just sucking on toes. I'd never seen a chimp suck on toes. Uh, ow. But again, you know, maybe it's it's lined up with us learning how to use soap. Nope, not if, not in the feet, not in the getting shit on. I'll kiss a foot. I I, I have a few times. I'll kiss a foot, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blast on the foot. I'm not gonna ruin the foot with my with my wiener. Wieners are very unattractive. I've never seen a handsome dick. Every penis looks like something like an accidental growth. Like something that wasn't supposed to be there. It's like a frontward tail. Like, oh, you should get that removed. That's what a penis looks like to me. It it always looks like something that just doesn't belong. It's just a genetic mutation. But nope, nope, they all look like that to a degree. Why did we get rid of foreskin? Apparently sex is even more awesome with foreskin because there's nerves. You got more nerves. I hate that 
the Jews, they they really, that's one thing that everyone was like, okay. Like, the Jews get so much shit worldwide. It's crazy how hated they can be from, like, fundamentalist Christians and Muslims. Like, Jews get a lot of shit. They had a lot of stuff happen to them. But they, <laughs> apparently they got this one thing right. Where we cut off the tip of your son's dick. Ooh, aesthetically pleasing. Maybe that's what it is. You know, penises are already unattractive, so we're going to go ahead and give it some sort of style, you know, like a penis hairstyle. Get rid of that turtleneck. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm sure a lot of it had to do with, like, controlling your sexual urges. I wouldn't doubt it. Really? Right? That's, that seems more likely. That seems like, oh, okay, that's some religious shit right there. The, I heard somewhere that the inventor of cornflakes made it because he thought it would desensitize people from fucking. Because cornflakes are very bland cereal. I like them. But, you know, there's nothing tasty about them they're just plain and he i think he was going for that he wanted it to be like oh this will keep your son from not masturbating or however they used to talk back in the i don't know 1890s i don't know when cornflakes were made but that's what i heard maybe it's bullshit ow people like to make up shit sorry i'm like biting down on my jaw and it's tight I don't know why it hurts. Did I pull something? <laughs> but yeah. We're weird. We're strange. But we're interesting. We're very interesting. Yeah, I've always been a, a sexual bore. I am I'm very, you know, I'll I'll maybe go a little crazy, turn you over, but that's about it. I pretty much just do whatever the female requests. Like, oh, okay, we'll do that. I'm more go with the flow. I'll, I'll try to make you happy. Can't guarantee it, but I'll try. I'll do my best. I'll, I'll try to earn my sex badge from you. But if it's up to me, and like, oh, I'm good. We'll, we can just lay like this. Just plopped. That's my that's my move, the plop. <laughs> that sounds gross. Yeah, it's just just missionary. I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine with it. Actually, not really. Cause on with missionary, the guy usually has to like hold himself up with his arms. My arms shake. Okay, sometimes I feel like I haven't working out enough. And my arms just start shaking. Not because I'm nervous, just because I'm I'm holding myself up. Damn it. I'll be on my back. How about that? That there now we're talking. Yeah, I'll be on my back. There we go. That's just that laziness though. It's not because I enjoy being rude, but I do. But it's really just me pretending that like, yeah, you can be on top if you dig it. But I just I just like to chill. Yeah, I, I wish I was more adventurous in the bed, but 
can't help it. But I, I will be if, if you want me to. That's the thing. If you ask, that's the thing. People need to communicate. Sometimes that's how you find out. But we're shy. People are very shy. They don't want to, like, tell the other one, like, hey, can you do this? Or I'm sort of really into this. Like, how do you tell somebody that you love to get shit on? How does that conversation go down? I would really love to listen in. How do you find... Uh, how do you find a spouse who's, who's like cool with being a swinger? Like, how do you, where do you find this person where y'all both are just into going out and going to these swinger parties? Do you just, is it just a connection you just get? Just some sort of vibe? Or you just lay everything out on the table on the first date? Like, okay, this is how this relationship will move forward. First of all, I love fucking other dudes' wives. Me too, but they're husbands. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Next question. Is that how it goes? I would guess it's something like that. Probably like the first date. Are you into this? No, okay. Worth a shot. Next date. Something like that. But the shitting on your chest thing, that's that's a... That seems like a tough conversation to have. But it happens. Or like admitting that you, you want to get pegged. You would like to get pegged as a straight man. I wish people were more open about that. I bet there's a lot more. There's a dog squealing outside. I hope no one's hitting it. But I hope, I wish people were more open about their sexual interest not just with me but like just in general i like when i like these conversations but maybe i like them because they are a bit taboo they are a bit scandalous if everyone was talking about it maybe it'd be more boring you know maybe that's what make this makes this an interesting conversation i've always wondered like i i've had these conversations with myself you know the fact that i am very boring sexually but maybe I just haven't had my awakening yet, you know? Maybe I just haven't had that one experience that, like, oh, crap. Why did I have to find out? Find this out about myself. I should have just stayed boring. That's, that's, that's a possibility, too. Maybe I'm waiting on the right girl to just be like, hey, dildo in your ass? Uh, can we start with the pinky? And work my way up. <laughs> Something tells me I would try that. I'm sorry if people who know me listening to this are a bit weirded out by that statement. But I feel like if, if I was a gay man, I feel like I would be a bottom. I just, I, I just think that something in me my intuition, my gut, something is telling me you're a bottom, dude. So I wonder, should, like, should I try? Should I get like one of those butt plugs that guys will use while they're having sex? Apparently, the, the male G-spot is in the butt, is in the colon. 
and your orgasms are 10 times more intense whenever you put pressure on that G-spot. So a lot of guys will have sex while, while they have a butt plug in their butt. I'd have to get a black one, though. Don't want to get a white butt plug. Jesus, that's gross. Pull it out. Looks like you're checking the oil. Oh, jeez. That's... Sorry. I'm sorry. I went too far on that one. But... Um... Yeah, we're weird. We're very weird, which makes us special. We're we're weird, like... I don't know... I wonder if other animals experience shame. I wonder if chimps will shame other chimps for having a certain interest. But we just can't really see it, you know? We can't see it at, like, from our perspective. I wonder if that's unique in humans. Shame. Interesting. I never, th- I never thought about that. If that's unique in humans, or if other animals know how to cause shame to one another. Interesting. I'm gonna look into that. This is like a a, a thought I, I'm just now having. I wonder if shame goes as far as how advanced your language is. Like the more we can articulate a feeling, the more likely we are to give shame to those feelings. That's that's really where a lot of the, like, interesting. I wonder if language invents new emotions. Huh. If it does, shame is probably one of them. Wow, I've never thought about this before. But, yeah. Because, like, language is... Language shapes how we interpret the world. Ultimately, it shapes how we think about things. But I wonder if it can manufacture new types of emotions. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if Jared Diamond has any thoughts on that. <clears throat> or Noam Chomsky. I, I'm going to look into that. I'm going to... Yeah. Man, 42 minutes. This, I finally... finally have a podcast interesting again. <laughs> but... Man, now now it's hard to get out of that. But I don't want to elaborate too far on that because I don't really know uh, where to go with that. And I don't want to sound like an idiot. But, yeah. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Because think about it. There's a lot of behavior that comes out of humans that because we have words for it it's normal but without the word it would be odd it would be weird eric weinstein pointed out that you know like 
like in if like in 2000 if you were caught taking a picture of yourself in front of the mirror it, it i think it would be kind of weird right like what are you doing why are you wasting why are you wasting footage on you in front of the mirror but if if that person said no i'm just taking a selfie like oh okay there's a word for it okay now it's a little more acceptable because there's a word for it but if there wasn't a word for it, it would be a little weird. It would be slightly stranger. Yeah, language is powerful. And it's kind of annoying to hear people use it sometimes. Like a lot of, like I, like that word mansplaining, it's a fairly new word, but like, or like white splaining, or just it's one of these words that it's kind of a new thing, but it kind of excuses people of not having to argue or debate somebody like, oh, you're just I'm gonna have a man talk to me like maybe maybe whatever he's talking about isn't regarding the fact that he's like I would think mansplaining means it's a man discussing a female issue. And the woman's like, what? what gives you the right to talk about this shit? I have a vagina, you don't. That would, I guess that would qualify as mansplaining, but also it can, it can, some people will abuse the word and just excuse themselves from an argument or a debate. It's like, I'm not going to take this from a mansplainer or something like that, you know? Just because it's a man talking. Oh, now it's mansplaining. That's just one example. But language is one of those things where it can be used in excess. Words can... Like, it'll lose... It'll lose, it'll lose its value the more it gets used. Like, like, far leftists, they love to throw the word Nazi around to the point where, oh, Jesus Christ, if everyone's a Nazi, then no one's a Nazi. Ow, my jaw hurts, man. But language is one of those subjects I want to read more about. Because it is interesting. Because it does shape the way we see the world. Just the words we use. I mean, we've always... We've sort of known that. Like... Like, we try to stress to kids, like, hey, it's it really matters the way... You interpret a situation. It's not that you have to do this, but you get to do this. You know, it's just one word change will change the whole outlook on the situation. And that's something I, I would like to emphasize if I'm ever a father. And, uh, yeah. yeah, interesting. But yeah, I wonder if language has the power to invent new emotions. I'm going to look into that once I do recording, which is probably right now. I've almost been talking for an hour, and I still need to do some coding, and I still need to eat. And I need to scrub my feet a little more. I can smell them still. I just got off of work. But, yeah, I'm glad I finally have a decent podcast to release something with a little, it's a little more interesting. 
I think more people listen to this one than the last two, at least. But yeah, cool. I think I'm going to hang up now because I have said all I can say at this point. But yeah, later, guys. Peace.